you notice the, the conflict growing between Jesus and the Pharisees. This all started, you know, the whole of chapter 8. After, this, uh, after Jesus saved the woman caught in the act of adultery, and they started questioning his authority and who he is. But anyway, um, what is going on here is the conflict, you know, intensified, and they started looking for a way to discredit his ministry. But um, as we saw, with the whole pericope or context of Jesus setting this woman free, he is the one who has come to set us free. Because uh, truth, the encounter with truth sets us free. You know, um, it is a popular saying that we know only the truth can set us free. Even outside of the scripture, the truth that I tell myself where I am in terms of my family, my business, my endeavors, whatever it is that I do every day, once I encounter and tell myself the truth, then I am free from whatever is keeping me in bondage. And truth, or truth, is more than just an idea or theories. Here Christ is telling us, uh, truth is a person. You know, I am the one sent from the Father. So anyone who encounters him, knows him, lives by him, believes him, have faith in him, will be free indeed. Same Gospel of John, chapter 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So only the truth can set us free. A typical example today in today's Gospel is the life and the great witness of the three young men, Sedvak, uh, Meshach, and Abednego. These three young men did not uh, yield to worshiping other gods, the god of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of that time. Uh, in our own time, there are so many uh, gods or idols that unintentionally we may be worshiping uh, the idols of uh, materialism in our own time. It could be idols of maybe a particular person or an individual or even a job our job becomes our idol, or even our family. Anything that takes us away from putting 100% attention and praise and glory to God becomes our idols. And these idols do not lead us to the truth. Psalm 115, yes, tells us about these idols. These idols, they have mouth and they do not speak. They have ears but they cannot hear. They have a nostril, they cannot smell. And with their hands, they cannot feel anything. And if we follow them, we become like them in all of, uh, in all of this spiritual dysfunction. But um, with the great witness of these three young men, we see a good example, they said, even if he does not come to deliver us, we will still not bow down to worship any other God. Even if he does not. So in the midst of great suffering, they persevered. 
the acclamation says today, those who through perseverance yield great harvest, they will be greatly rewarded. So physically, they know they are going through the anguish of fire and yet did not give up their faith on God. You see another great example in the life of Paul and Silas and the Acts of the Apostle, the missionary journey of uh, St. Paul, when they were put in prison, yet they were there praising and singing to God. Even if he does not come to physically deliver them, but because they know that an encounter with the person of Christ will lead to ultimate deliverance. And with that, they fortified their faith in him who saves. It is a great witness one, but also an example that we can always imitate, especially in our own trials, in our own crises, in our own difficulties, even if it seems he is not there with us, but he, he is always with us. But even if it does not look like that, still, our lips will be full of praise, confident that the one who saves will always see us through. May through the witness of these three young men, our own faith be renewed in the Eucharistic Lord, through Christ our Lord. Amen.